At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans filling in for Paulie this week, live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. A very busy Wednesday edition of the program coming up today. Uh, the guests that we have on the show in an hour, we will talk to our buddy Indy Jeff Seeley. He has uh, all of his best bets for the Memorial, which gets underway in about 24 hours. He'll go. Uh, outrights, some matchups, I think also maybe a top 20 or so sprinkled in from Jeff Seeley. William Hill on the program, uh, pro sports better, and uh, V-SIN contributor in a couple of hours of Major League Baseball. He's been pretty damn hot this week. And uh, Nick Bogdanovich, director of bookmaking at William Hill, later on in the show. Can you believe this, like, talking and watching, you know, NBA playoffs and betting on this stuff and... I think we still crush college basketball coaches probably on, you know, it's a semi-regular basis. Certainly weekly it happens in college basketball, a game on national TV where a team's going to be up by three, and they just, for whatever reason, Matt, they still refuse to to foul, and the guy hits a three, and bam, we're going to go to overtime, and then anything happens in a coin flip game like that. At the pro level, Malone for the Nuggets last night, is he not watching what Lillard's doing? I mean, Damian Lillard's having one of the best... No hyperbole here, folks. It's one of the best playoff games in history. And he would not follow the guy. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. And uh, every time Lillard got the ball uh, past half court, I'm thinking, you got to foul. You can't let this guy get off his shot. 
I, I don't understand that coaching strategy at all. And there were some coaches who say, well, we won't foul. We'll make him hit the shot uh, because that can backfire. We could still lose the game if we foul. You cannot let Damian Lillard, when he's that hot, get off those shots. And uh, that was a big mistake last night. But the Nuggets get away with it, bottom line. Uh, they they survive and uh, take the lead in the series. Hell of a game last night. You're right, though. Damian Lillard with – how do you think it feels we score 55 points? You have one of the greatest playoff performances uh, we've seen in our lifetimes, and yep. you lose. You can't miss. Kind of reminds me when Michael Jordan had that phenomenal game yep. against the Celtics in the 80s and lost. Yeah. Right? right. Uh, it kind of reminded me of that last night with Lillard and the uh, Blazers losing at Denver. Yeah. Going back and watching that from last dance a year ago. Yeah, when they were showing that, uh, Dame got his points in slightly different fashion last night oh, than no, when no MJ question. did back then. I'm not even sure MJ hit a three in that. I don't game. know if he did either. Yeah, yeah. But last night that was all what he. I mean, he hit what a dozen threes in the game last but night. But MJ dribbled circles around about five Hall of Famers. Yeah. On his way to uh, sixty, was it sixty-two points, whatever it was, in that game against the Celtics. 60, yeah, right in, in that range, sixty-two, sixty-three. But I just, it, it so it worked out. You're right, but and people are probably going to say. That you know, Malone could fall back on that if he wants. Well, we won the game. Yeah, but you're also an idiot for not following him and putting him at the free throw line. You don't want to take it. The guy from what? He's hitting they they call him you know, logo Lillard for a reason. By the way, side note, I'd love to see him and Steph Curry on the same team sometime before they both retire. I'd like to know how you defend that. But um That's actually a good idea. Maybe you should be a GM. April twentieth, nineteen eighty six, MJ, sixty three points on the Celtics at the garden. Yeah. And the Nuggets won the game. Unbelievable game. And then the other game we'll get to coming up here in a minute, but the Lakers just absolutely blown out. Uh, 30-point loss last night, and of course LeBron leaves the court early in the game. And uh, maybe the mid-range is not dead. That's next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Matinee baseball in the big leagues today. Lance Lynn on the hill for the White Sox on three days of rest, laying $1.68 of the Cleveland Indians plus 153, 800 progressive field. Albert Alizé pitching with the Cubs, a plus 101 dog at home against San Diego and Denelson Lamette, minus 111. In NBA action today, the Philadelphia 76ers doubtful to have Joel Embiid available after a knee injury in Game 4. 76ers look to close out the series at home tonight, playing 6.5 against the Wizards. Clipper is a 7-point home favorite against the Dallas Mavericks. Utah laying 9.5 at home against Memphis. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money. With your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Be sure to check out the new feature that we have on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games. To help you find a betting edge and, of course, we have all of the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com.
vsin.com. It is Follow the Money here on vsin, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans here on a Wednesday. Plenty of uh, golf picks coming up in the next three hours on the program. Indy Jeff with his best bets for the Memorial in an hour. You know, the Lakers, before the season started, and they pulled off you know a couple of uh, great offseason moves. Brought in Dennis Schroeder. I like that. Uh, going all the way back to December, Harold from the Clippers came in. Um, and you figure that if they stayed healthy this year, that was a big if. I mean, it was a big if last year, and they happened to do it, and they won the championship. I thought this could be, you know, LeBron James' highest power-rated team of all time. And then all the injuries happen, something that you can't, you know, control how bad they're going to be and how many games these guys are going to miss. And now they are on the brink of elimination. And you have to start wondering, if you're a Lakers fan specifically, did they give the wrong guys away? to build what they currently have. And they kept a guy like Kyle Kuzma. And you look at other players across the league and what they've done. Brandon Ingram, most improved player. Uh, Julius Randle, most improved player. Gave a, you know, Lonzo Ball, what his ceiling might be in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get completely ahead of myself here, but it's something, no question, that uh, LA fans are thinking about. And now, with one more loss in this series, they're done. Well, well in defense of uh, the Lakers' moves at that point, I think Kyle Kuzma looked like a guy you had to keep. What the hell's happened to the guy? I don't know. He's regressed. It's very disappointing to watch because I was high on Kuzma as well. And uh, a game like last night's when he's got to step up, man. When uh, Anthony Davis is out, uh, Kyle Kuzma's got to step in there and uh, help fill that void. Didn't happen last night. Uh, you got to give up something, right, uh, for what the Lakers did to get Anthony Davis. No, no doubt. You're going to have to give up a Brandon Ingram type of player. I told uh, JVT we were doing a show together at the time. I said, Julius Randle, to me, is the one guy I would not give up. I'm with you. Because he plays with such a high motor. I thought he had a ton of potential uh, in the NBA, and he's uh, proven that this season, Mitch. But um, the current supporting cast around LeBron was an embarrassment last night for the Lakers. Oh, man. I mean, if I was the king, I might have walked off the court with five minutes left. Yes, right. What do you think of that, by the way? Uh, I I was embarrassed by LeBron's act. Look, you can't. Uh, LeBron bolted the court early last night, down about thirty points with five minutes to go. You can't do that. You can't quit on your uh, teammates and coaches. Uh, I've always said this about LeBron. He's a soap opera actor. He's a drama queen, right? So yep. Uh, he wants all all focus on me. Look at me. I'm gonna walk out. I'm heading to the locker room. I'm gonna show up my teammates here. We're down thirty. It's not my fault. It's their fault. <clears throat> I don't like it. I don't think there's anything good about it, but that doesn't. I don't. I don't think that has a negative impact, or uh, there's going to be a uh, anything that lingers in the game six because the Lakers are going to go home and uh, what do they say circled wagons, try to take care of business. All the cliches that come with uh, an elimination game, and I expect them to play much better in game six. So do I. I mean, that was an eight point game going to the second quarter last night, and then that second quarter actually happened and they were down by 30 at halftime. I mean, that has to be one of the worst quarters that a LeBron team has ever played. 32-10, to 10, second quarter. Just vile and nasty, Matt. Yeah. And then after that, I mean, think about that. Teams in the NBA make runs all the time. Sometimes in the playoffs, actually, teams have not when they get behind, and they just, you know, that's it. Then the white flag uh, comes in. At ha- I mean, what are you going to do after halftime when you're down 66-36? Ball game's over with at that point. I was a little bit surprised LeBron even played in the second half. That's, because- you know, Huh? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, shut it down. Yeah. No reason to even put them out there anymore. Serve your energy. Yeah, of course. you got to save it for Game 6 and Game 7. Uh, you know, If I'm Frank Vogel, I would have walked up to LeBron at the half in the locker room and said, uh, just sit this one out. Sure. Uh, focus on Game 6, Game 7. If you bet LeBron's prop numbers over last night, you're very disappointed in the blowout. I think he was on track probably to top his points, rebounds, and assist number. He had 24 points, 
seven assists and five rebounds. So he ends up with a 36 in only 32 minutes, and uh, he essentially plays about three quarters of the game last night. He did shoot six for 10 from three point range. Uh, the problem with the Lakers, look at the starting lineup last night. I know. Without AD, Morris, Drummond, Schroeder, Caldwell Pope. Catavius Caldwell Pope sometimes is, is completely disappears. Uh, he was scoreless. Schroeder, scoreless. Those guys shot 0 for 10 from the field. They a lot of bricks in that first quarter, uh, wow. into the second quarter. <clears throat> and it's the way it started off, and I know Jonathan Von Tobo is tweeting about this a couple of minutes into the game. He's like, uh-oh, are we going to get one of those LeBron games? And then two minutes later, mm, maybe not. But he did finish shooting, like you said, okay, uh, on the night, finishing 6 of 10. Now here's the deal. That's now back-to-back first-round playoff losses in this series against the Suns. Going into the game last night, mm-hmm. LeBron in his career was 12-0 and straight up. Yeah, off a loss in the playoffs, 8-4 yep. and four against the spread. Now, if you played that trend, you, uh, your ticket is toilet paper today. Kyle Kuzma was the number two scorer for the Lakers last night with 15 points. I thought Taylor Horton Tucker played hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave effort. Just in general, didn't you think the effort was lacking uh, uh, mean, for the Lakers? Absolutely, I did. And, and you're right, we're not going to get that in game six. No. When they go back home. They, you get embarrassed it, like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll step up, and I'm guessing that we're going to get a completely different game uh, that we saw last night. And now, But the Suns, I'll tell you, if the Suns do beat the Lakers in this series, either matchup that we get in the second round is very juicy. And I don't even know, like, well, I'd have to see the series price, obviously, on something like Suns Nuggets or Suns Blazers. That is a very solid second-round matchup if that's what we get. I still like the Utah Jazz to win the West. We'll oh. see where it goes. A lot of people think it's wide open, including Nick Bogdanovich, William Hill Sportsbooks, who I talked to yesterday. He's going to be on the show with us in the third hour today. Uh, Mitch LeBron has played thousands of games in the NBA. Is last night the worst the other four starters around him have ever played? Man, that's a great question. I think it is. It probably has to be, right? The other four starters around LeBron last night combined four. Combined for 11 points and three for 17 shooting. Yeah. I mean, without looking it up, I will say last night had, yes. That's got to be the worst. Because that doesn't happen to him in the playoffs. Does not happen to LeBron's teams. And it did. And if you were betting the Suns last night, if you were doing, you know, alt numbers on the game, then you came out way way ahead after that contest last night. Uh, By the way, uh, Devin Booker, how good is this guy? Love the guy. I still don't think he gets uh, maybe the credit he deserves. He's kind of in that Damian Lillard category because he plays on the West Coast. And doesn't get the, and mm. you know, his team hasn't won big in the playoffs, right? Sure. Willard, Booker, those guys are phenomenal guards. Devin Booker with 30 points again last night. He made it look so easy, too. You know, that's the thing about how people give up on young players all the time. And I'm not saying that about Booker, but I'm saying that about some of the other guys that were on the Lakers. Like, how many people did you hear just give up on Julius Randle? A lot of the people said Ingram's a bust already in his first you know, couple of years with the Lakers. These kids come into the league now when they're 19 years old all the time, and we're expecting them to be either like Kobe or LeBron as soon as they get to the high school level, and that's not the case for every player. Good point. And they can, you know, just if you let it breathe for a little bit. In fact, I'm a little too, I I let it play out a little too long. I'll give you an example. Anthony Bennett, who was the number one overall pick, who couldn't play a lick in the NBA. I I kept telling people, just dial it down. He's, you know, he's really young. Uh, he wasn't expected to be the first guy to go overall in the draft. He never panned out, obviously. Yeah, it was unfortunate but, for him. I was at that draft, by the way. That was 2013 in yeah. Brooklyn. It was in Brooklyn. Okay. Anthony Davis of UNLV went number one to the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
And before the draft, there was a big mystery. Who's going to go number one? You know, I was talking to agents and people uh, up there around the stage, and nobody knew really what was going to happen. I think everybody in the room was stunned when they, and, uh, Anthony Bennett went number one. Anthony Bennett from UNLV went number one yep. to the Cavs. Uh, I talked to his agent right before the draft. He's like, man, I don't know. He might slip out of the top ten. <laughs> he did. <laughs> so, and that was really a, probably the worst thing to happen to the kid. Uh, probably. Because when you right. become the number one pick, then you get all sorts of unreasonable expectations. And uh, he could not live up to that. No, he couldn't. No. But, uh, but again, a lot of these guys who are written off and just, you know, people want to pile, you know, the, just shovel the dirt all over their grave instantly when they're 19, 20 years old. I'm like, guys, think about how old they are. Or young still at this point. Anyway, uh, tonight in the NBA, uh, can you talk me off betting the Knicks? I want to bet the Knicks tonight. I have not pulled the trigger yet. I think we get an unbelievable effort here from this team. And to go back to talking a little bit about, like, just mid-range uh, the mid-range game in general. This is a great tweet from John Schumann. Most mid-range field goal attempts in the playoffs before last night's games. Durant was 21-35 for 60%. Like, Beal was having a very good playoffs from mid-range, 15-25. of 25. And then you saw some of the other guys who were not great. Tatum was only 9-35. of 35, The Joker, 9-23. of 23. And look at Julius Randle. I mean, 2-23 of 23 and 9% for the most improved player uh, in the sport this year. He's had a bad series, Matt. Oh, it's worse than bad. Yeah, it's... It's a it's, nightmare. It is. It's a nightmare for the Knicks and Randall for him to play like this in this series, which means so much uh, to the Knicks. But, hey, man, really, the bottom line is, for the Knicks, it's more about next season than this. Yeah. And you know, when this is over and the Knicks get knocked out tonight or in Game 6, it's going to be positive in general. You're going to say, hey, they overachieved. It's all about next season for the Knicks, and Julius Randle's had a phenomenal season. Sometimes you just have a bad playoff series. You stink. Yep. You know, lost in all the hype about Damian Lillard's performance last night, he stunk in the previous game. Sure. Right? You wonder, how can a guy be that bad in one game and that great in the next? Right. But that's, uh, that was the case with Lillard. Randle hopefully has that bust-out game. If you bet the Knicks tonight, you're hoping Randle bust out. Now, you showed that graphic, 2 for 23 from the mid-range. I don't think the mid-range is dead. There are some guys who shoot it well. I'd rather have a sure. guy who's uh, a good mid-range jump shooter than a guy like uh, uh, Anthony Davis throwing up bricks from three-point range, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but Julius Randle right now is not hitting from any range. No, he's got to like just hit a couple tonight from short, right. down low. If it is mid-range, if it's a 10-footer, whatever, if it's down on the block and he hits a you know, turnaround off the, off the glass and he banks it in, fine. But he's got to get going at some point. And, I mean, if he, go, if he bows out like this and has another bad performance in this game, it's not a pretty way to end the season, obviously. And I, I might actually get on the Knicks like I did last night with the Nuggets to win. By the way, how hairy did it get? They ended up, what, 57-39 in the second quarter? It's a three-point game at halftime? The NBA is great, in a sense. Uh, Unless you're betting the game, then sometimes it causes uh, too much uh, undue stress. But yeah. Uh, I did not bet that game last night. I know you had the first quarter, right? Yeah. Didn't you have Nuggets first quarter? I did. So that was pretty good. That was a, that was a, that was a decent result yeah. Yeah, last night. They got there, and I'm thinking about doing the same thing with the Knicks tonight as well. But, but yeah. I saw the score. Uh, I was watching the other game at the at that time. I think it was Celtics uh, Nets, right? And the score was up in the corner, and I saw, wow, the uh, the Nuggets are up. Uh, was like you said, it was like uh, 58 to 35 or 58 yep, yep. 36. I walk out of the room. 
I come back five minutes later. It's a two-point game. Yeah, I know. Was, did that happen in five minutes? It's well, wild. It they like did. Five minutes. They yeah. really did. I think yeah. they finished with uh, six points in the final like five plus minutes. <laughs> six points in the final like five plus minutes of the right. second quarter to actually land with that three-point lead. Uh, do we get an upset throwing the Hawks Knicks game out here tonight because the Knicks are favored by one and a half at the time? Uh, do we get an upset tonight? Mavericks are catching six and a half at the Clippers. Uh, Wizards are catching six this morning at the 76ers. And the Grizzlies are getting nine and a half against your Utah Jazz. I'm not going to count out the Mavericks simply because this is what the Clippers do. When uh, when your hopes get up and you think, hey, the Clippers finally got it together, that's when they let you down. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if the Clips, who look so impressive in Dallas, come home tonight and lay an egg. And Luka Doncic looks so much better than he did in the previous game. Rick Carlisle said... He thinks that nerve issue in uh, Luca's neck is a little bit better. He's moving better. That was the thing I noticed most in game four was he was stiff out there. And he said, essentially, after the game, they couldn't turn his head to mm-hmm. the left. You're talking about a guy who's basically got to score 30-plus points for you to win, and he can't turn his head to the left. Yeah. Uh, that might be necessary, playing basketball. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to take the Mavericks plus seven, but if you're asking me is there a potential for an upset, I think that's the game. Um it's just because the Clips tend to underachieve or let people down in big spots. Uh, Memphis, I you know, could cover the nine and a half tonight, I, yeah. but the Grizzlies are not going to win the game straight up. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. They could cover, but can can Memphis actually pull off another win in the series? I, I don't think that's going to happen tonight. They're in, not as hopeless Utah. as the Celtics were last night, Mitch. I mean, yeah. uh, I was doing a radio spot yesterday, and they asked me about the game, and I said, Celtics got no shot to win this. Do they have a shot to cover 12 and a half? Yes, because the Nets might be up 20 late and pull their starters out of the game, sure. and they don't care about covering, but the Celtics have no shot to win. They end up uh, catching 13 points at the closing number and lost by 14, but that was a 20-point uh, game toward the end. You know, that game did go under. We talked about that yesterday, yeah. how that was going to get bumped up and in a game five where it just could be, you know, the writing's on the wall at some point in the game, and it did stay under by a couple of points. It depends what number you got, too. Yeah, it did. And yeah. it closed at 234.5, but uh, the closing number certainly it, uh, fell there under. There was some 231.5 when we were in here yesterday. There was? Yeah. Was it that low? It okay. got, well, a couple. It was mostly 232, I yeah. think. But, uh, uh, yeah, I saw 231.5, I think, but it doesn't matter. Two hockey games you tonight. You're going to be betting the Golden Knights? I'm not. Yeah, neither am I. I just I can't. I mean, unless the number gets completely out of control, which I don't anticipate it happening. Um. At the current number where we're sitting here and we're on the air for another, you know, two and a half hours today, I don't anticipate me saying I'm going to bet the Golden Knights tonight. I just I don't think that's going to happen. Wait until they fall behind one nothing and then bet the uh, live line at a really inflated price. How do because you? They, they have not played well in the first period of games, and uh, it's more likely that they will fall behind tonight, right? Yeah. How do you defend a guy like McKinnon? I'm but, not sure how you beat a team like the Avalanche. I, I don't know either. I mean, that guy from. His moves on the ice, how fast he is from one end to the other. Uh, I mean, when I sat on the ice with Derek Stevens and company on Friday night, and I told you uh, on Monday, I was like, it's amazing when you're that close to see how fast these guys are. I can't imagine what McKinnon looks like when you're sitting close to the ice and he's going full speed. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, it's got to be a blur. But he's not one of the 18 highest-paid players in the league. Yeah, right, so they're still alive. Let's <laughs> follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, it's something that we uh, always say on this show, always be shopping. One, you know, minus 150 here might be plus 120 in other spots.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook. 
the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 in a match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. BetRivers.com. You know, Matt, uh, during the commercial break, I was looking at a book here in town. They do a really good job with their uh, fight menu, boxing, and MMA. And uh, they currently have Jake Paul listed as a minus 170 favorite against Woodley. Is and that the Westgate Superbook? It is. Okay. It is, in fact. And they popped that bad boy up as soon as that uh, fight was announced. A pick him, right? It was a pick him. And so they have now moved Paul to minus 170. We talk about this all the time on the show. I'll always be shopping. This tweet from John Anik yesterday. Updated live odds where he plays. Woodley was minus 150. Jake Paul was plus 120. And he said Woodley is seemingly the favorite in most spots now. Huh. I know he was going to give his opinion on a podcast. I have not uh, listened to yet, so I don't know who he likes. But I think if you could find Jake Paul at plus money anywhere... I would take that bet. I'd take Jake Paul plus 120. Yeah, I would too, actually. And, uh, you know, John Annex does a great job as UFC commentator. He's great. I- I'm, I'm going to guess, and he's been a guest on our show several times. I haven't talked to him this week, but I'm going to guess that he likes Woodley in a fight. A lot of people in the MMA world think that Paul is a clown. Yeah. And uh, he's nothing but a circus attraction. And... That might end up being true when he faces legitimate fighters, but the problem with uh, the UFC guys stepping into the uh, the boxing ring, out of the octagon and into the boxing ring, is you put those big pillows on your hands and you dance around and you can't wrestle with a guy. Like Tyron Woodley, his specialty is wrestling. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, if, if this was an MMA fight, he would destroy Paul in no time at all. Mm-hmm. But boxing is a totally different uh, game. So You know what I'd like to do on the show? I'd like to find like a... Uh an expert, and, you know, somebody who maybe, I don't even know if it's possible to find, like, a, a big boxing better mm-hmm. who really knows about Jake Paul. Does that person actually exist? Like, can they, have they broken him down in, a, in his couple of fights? Can, do they, is there anybody out there that goes, like, somebody who's completely unbiased, who would be, like, near his camp or has the ability to watch him train, who would be able to pop on and say, guys, I'm telling you, like, he's legit, he's going to kill Woodley, or eh, don't buy it right now, he's, a, you know, he's not quite there yet. Good I don't right. even know that person exists uh, in the that's, world. That's a good idea. Let's see if we can find that person. Seriously. <laughs> it's going to uh, be a needle in a haystack. Uh, you know, one guy who might have a sharp opinion on that is Al Bernstein. Uh, he, I'm sure he watched him fight. Yeah. You know, Al's got a good trained eye for that. You can tell, uh, how, <clears throat> you know, how raw or how much work Jake Paul might need as a fighter. I, I have not seen Paul fight at all. I just saw the highlights. Yeah, that's what I saw, um, too. So I have no idea if he can handle Teron Woodley, but I will say that Woodley's going to have a lot of problems in a boxing match. And It's the same thing. If you reverse Conor, remember how much we all bet on uh, Floyd Mayweather against Conor McGregor? Uh, what was that, three years ago? It was the, the best betting opportunity in our lifetime, I believe. I think it's still the biggest bet I've made in the last three years, right? On I, Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, yep, sure. Uh, if that were reversed... If Floyd were in the cage to fight by MMA rules, Connor would break his neck in like ten seconds. But it, over with instantly. In boxing, it's it's a different animal. Yeah, like I just I'm I'm very intrigued by this whole thing. It's also like 
Jake Paul's competition. He knocked out Nate Robinson. And then, Ben, you said it yesterday. Ben Askren was the Pil- Pillsbury Doughboy. Uh, just laying on the couch, drinking beer and eating pizza. He was yeah. totally out of shape. Right, eating donuts the whole time. He was there to collect the paycheck, and that's it. At some point, like Jake, Jake Paul is going to be like that college basketball team who gets off to a good start, and they're beating other their opponents by you know 127 to, to 16. You're like, who's this team all of a sudden out of nowhere, right? Uh-huh. And then once the competition gets better, they're like, oh, yeah, they just lost by 20. <laughs> right? Like That's going to happen with Jake Paul, but the question is when. Who's it going to be? Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's Woodley, who looks the part, by the way. <laughs> yes, if he you does. See, if you see Woodley uh, walking around with his shirt off, you would not want to fight him. But I'm just not sure he can box. I always thought about that when he was in the octagon. I'm like, mm-hmm. how does anybody, how does he lose? He looks like but he's it's, unbeatable. It's, it, you're right, but it's more than just you know having a twelve pack or whatever it is, and he looks like he's ripped out of his mind. Right. You know. So, all right. So follow the money. If you know, by the way, if anybody is a Jake Paul expert, kidding. Um, <laughs> it's follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. Matt will give his uh, betting recommendations for the Memorial and a golf digest story written about two of the bigger names on tour. It's regarding gambling on the course. You can guess one of the names. Can you guess the other? That story's coming up next. Betters, are you ready? Download the PointsBet app today. Sign up using the promo code VSIN2K to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And when you bet with PointsBet, you're going to get faster bets, withdrawals, and rewards right at your fingertips. Download the PointsBet app today to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. So, are you ready? Terms and conditions apply. Avoid where prohibited. Must be 21-plus gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Matt, we're going to get to uh, your... Golf bets at the Memorial coming up here in this segment. Uh, before we do that, uh, I, th- I thought this was an intriguing story Golf Digest wrote about uh, Xander Schauffele and uh, Phil Mickelson playing during the pandemic it was and, great, and isn't then it? recently playing together. I love it when guys like this are playing high stakes golf. They didn't talk about how much, but. Yeah, they didn't put the money out there, the exact figures, but they said it was significant money, right? Yeah. And it's, it probably was not Michael Jordan type of stakes. Well, not a lot of people can get to that level. No, but, you know, Ricky Fowler was playing cash games with Michael Jordan this summer. Actually, uh, before the PGA. Did you read that story? I know. I think I missed that one. Yeah, Jordan and uh, Fowler played. uh, They live in the same neighborhood, and they played a lot of cash games. And uh, Ricky's got to give MJ some strokes. But he was talking about, you know, how beneficial it was for his game. And maybe that's the reason he finished uh, top 10 in the PGA. Hmm. When you play golf for money, uh, it is a little bit different experience. Uh, but this story in Golf Digest is interesting. Check it out if you can, at Golf Digest on uh, Twitter. So Phil Mickelson and uh, Xander Shoffley go head-to-head. They, they live in the San Diego area. Phil went to Arizona State. Shoffley went to San Diego State. Uh, both live down there in the Torrey Pines area. So they're playing cash games, and uh, Xander is kicking Phil's butt on this particular day. And they go to a uh, par three and they got some skins rolling over. Is Wasn't that the case? Yeah. I was trying to, I read the story last night. 
And oh, Phil was pressing. That's the deal. He was. Phil, Phil was down. He was Big ticked time. off. So he was pressing going to the next hole. And it was a 220 yard par three. That's right. One of the most difficult holes on the course. 220 yards par three. Mm-hmm. Mickelson sticks his drive four feet from the pin. Yeah. Shoffley, here's the thing. Like he was supposed to go first off right. the tee. Yeah. And Phil's like, he rushed to it to get to it. And Xander's like, what's going on here? Like, do I say something? Do I call call him out on this? He was supposed to have honors. He was yeah. supposed to have honors, yeah. And after he hit it from four feet, he's like, I, I can't, you know. I'll let him have it. Widely moved by Phil, right? The veteran sure. move. Sure. Get up to the tee, crush it, and uh, stick it four feet. Put the pressure on Shoffley. Well, Shoffley steps up and uh, from 20, 220 yards, hits a drive that curls around, drops in the cup. Ace. It's a hole-in-one. Ace is a par three. <laughs> And Phil, said Phil just sat down on a bench behind the tee and slumped his head and stared at the ground. That's great. It kind of reminds me, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the David Faraday, Tony Finau interview. This was classic. It's back before Tony Finau had money, before he's a professional golfer. Uh-huh. I think he said he and his brother drove down from Utah to Vegas to play in a, a cash game, a high-stakes cash game against some guys at a country club out here. And they, they got to the back nine and Finau and his brother are getting their butt kicked. And uh, they didn't bring any money with them. Oh, boy. They didn't bring enough. Let's put it this way. They just assumed they were going to you know, roll over these guys and sure. collect. And they were losing big. And Finau said he looked at his brother and, you know, it's not verbatim, but he's like, uh, what are we going to do? How are we going <laughs> to? Get out of this hole? How, yeah. How are we going to get out of this? Because they're down several thousand dollars. They didn't have any money. So they had some skins rolling over. Uh, to a par three, and Finau aced it. Did he really? Yeah. So they end up winning like 25000 on the day. Oh, can they you were, imagine being in that spot? They were down big and didn't have any money to pay. That yeah. is somewhere I don't want to be. It's one of the biggest shots of his career. That's oh. one of the biggest wins of Tony Finau's career. You show up and you're playing something like that and you don't have enough money on you to cover <laughs> your ass. Oh, I can't imagine like the anxiety, especially when you come to Las Vegas. You don't know what people, people might know people. Yeah, no you, question. You know what I'm saying? Let's think about how good you have to be in situations like that to step up and ace a par three. That's that's just nuts. When when tons of money is yeah. on the line like that, I wonder how much the X Man and Lefty were playing for that day. Like Lefty doesn't screw around. I, I'm guessing it's somewhere around ten thousand bucks a hole. What do you think? More? No, I think that would. I think Phil probably has like a. a like we all talk about betting in units. Uh huh. Like his minimum unit play would probably be ten thousand a hole. Okay. And Xander's probably thinking, he's fifty. <laughs> of course I can be there, right? <laughs> right. 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 And he and Xander actually had a great weekend. He shot like a sixty-two, sixty-three, and a sixty-four, evidently. Yeah. So he was wiping them out. Xander finished second at the Masters. Yeah. Or he finished third. He ended up finishing third after he hit in the water on fifteen. Yeah. When he was one stroke back. That was a nice one. Who do you like uh, this weekend? All right, Memorial plays this week. And, you know, Jeff Seeley's going to be on with us here in about 25 minutes to talk about it. My, my problem with this is uh, some of the guys I really like, you're not getting great odds value this week because I think Jordan Spieth profiles well. If you remember a year ago, Colin Morikawa blew the uh, Colonial. He missed that three-foot putt, lost to Daniel Berger in a uh, playoff. Yep. He came back, and he won the workday at the Memorial. At a Jack's course, the same course here. I wouldn't be surprised if Spieth does the same thing. And here's the thing about the way this uh, course sets up. 
north of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, it's got wide fairways, so if Spieth gets a little bit loose off the tee like he typically does, he's not going to get penalized that much for it. Uh, I, I expect him to compete. I think he's going to be in the top 10 this week. So 17, 18 to 1 on Jordan Spieth. Uh, I'll go ahead and play it. Morikawa again uh, this week. This Morikawa is the tour leader in greens and regulation and strokes gained approach. And uh, like I said, he won at this course last year. I love the horse for the course angle uh, when you're betting golf. Unfortunately, in this tournament, there are several horses uh, for the no course. Kidding. So it's, it's hard to decide who you're going to play. I think Victor Hovland at around the same price range, 18, 19 to 1, uh, is, is going to be in the hunt. He had two top fives in May. Uh, Hovland's going to be right there. Corey Connors, again, is uh, seems like he's top 20 every week. Connors is uh, a guy, I wouldn't be surprised if Jeff Seeley's on him. I haven't seen Seeley's plays yet, but I know Wes Reynolds is on Connors. Mm-hmm. 30 to 1 uh, this week. Charlie Hoffman, he's got four. <laughs> Hoffman's got four top 10s since February. This guy's been on a roll. Yeah, he's been playing really well. He's up 50-1, to one, and Jason Day's got two uh, two top tens at this course in the past couple of years. 80-1, to one. that's my long shot this week. We just talked about Shoffley. Uh, I'm playing Shoffley in a matchup over Patrick Cantley. Xander, minus 120. Okay. And uh, I think it, Tony Finau is going to play well this week, too. We just talked about Shoffley. I think Finau. so, too. I, I think Finau's worth the top 10 bet this week. If, if you don't want to play him at 30-1, to one, uh, you can play Finau at about two to one to finish top ten. He was the leader after eighteen and thirty-six holes at this course sure. last year. Here's the tricky thing for me this week. I'm looking right now here at Circa. Their odds: nine guys are below twenty to one. You don't see that every week. I mean, it's very, very rare. Up next, we'll get into today's Major League Baseball's betting card. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. 
I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now, and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. Again, DraftKings, the daily leader in fantasy sports. Uh, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Matt, you had a, a nice call on the Cubs. That was a winner yesterday. And, I had to sweat uh, that a little bit. Yeah, it was a good game back and forth. <clears throat> and at this time on the show yesterday, I know the Cubs were even money. How about that? Bet yeah. up to, I think, close minus 127 at Circa. Yeah, yeah, that's a big move. And I will tell you this. Uh, I'm glad that I did not. Have, this it doesn't go like this every day. Trust me. But I'm glad I did not have a lot of opinions on the show on baseball yesterday. In fact, I had zero bets in baseball. Like nothing. I liked I liked your Cubs play. Other than that, like the games that I thought about betting or eventually did bet later on in the day. I hope Ooh. you didn't bet the Mets. Uh, I did not bet the Mets last night. Mets, I thought, looked like the trap on the board last night. Yep. And that was a wild finish to that game. Yep. Controversial, some would say. If you bet the Mets, you might say uh, you got screwed. But the stuff that I like, yeah. Six, five losers last night. The winning hit was ruled after re- after review was ruled fair, and it sure as hell looked foul. Mm-hmm. I like, yeah. for example, I liked Sonny Gray in the Reds yesterday. Didn't bet him. I wanted to talk about it on the show. I didn't. Uh, was uh, that seventeen to three Phillies? They got pounded. Yeah. Reds absolutely got pounded. Like I was making a case for the the baseball show that I do on MLB.com later on, where you have to have some picks, and eventually I did bet these. Uh-huh. I bet. White Sox first five plus 140-ish yesterday was Cease. And they got three runs off of Bieber in the first five. Yeah. Problem is, he gave up six. That was a loser. Uh, I went to war with the Marlins last night. I was fading Robbie Ray. Last night was good Robbie Ray. After he was really bad for a full month. Mm-hmm. That guy, 
I should make a vow to never bet on or against him ever again. Because I can't figure him out. Well, some players, some teams, if, if, you, if you always tend to be on the wrong side, like if, you, if you bet the guy and he sucks or you bet against him and he's sensational, you gotta, you got to avoid teams or players like that because it seems like some guys, it's similar for me with uh, Justin Rose in golf. Okay. If I bet him, he stinks. If I don't bet him, he'll be on the tie, he'll be on the leaderboard on Sunday. Count on it. Sure, sure. I mean, that's like Ray had nine strikeouts last night. He allowed ten home runs in the month of May. <laughs> yeah, Think he was that. terrible. And was then ter- so yeah. when, when I bet on Robbie Ray, that's two and one third, seven walks, nine earned runs, and three home runs. And I'm like, <laughs> w- where's the guy with eleven strikeouts in four innings? Don't you always have teams like that in the NFL though that, that you're yeah. on and. Uh, they burn you, and then you bet against them, and they play play their best game in a month. I think yeah. for, and this was not over like a one year stretch. This spanned <clears> like a couple of years. I could not. I can recall the the two teams that come to mind in the NFL. I could never figure out or win a bet on the New York Giants. Uh, the Giants killed me two years ago. Destroyed me. I was on the wrong side, on or against the Giants, almost every week. Yeah. And the same thing happened. This probably goes back a good seven eight years, like the Carolina Panthers. It had every time I bet on or against them. <laughs> Just go the other way uh, and book it. So today in Major League Baseball, we do have some good games on the board. Uh, the White Sox take on the Indians. This is Lance Lynn. Ha- By the way, like, do I say under the radar with Lance Lynn? Or do people like kind of know now at this point how good of a season he's having? Uh, I, I think he's still a little bit under the radar, but he's priced as a, uh, I, th- I think he's priced as a guy who's not under the radar. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Minus 160. Oof. I actually see at, um, DraftKings right now. Minus 182 on the Lance Lynn and the White Sox. Okay, so taking steam overnight. He's 6-1 and one with a 1-3-7 ERA. In May, 5-0 and oh with a 1-6-4. Three days rest, Matt. Bumped up today on three days rest. He threw 82 pitches on Saturday in a victory over Baltimore. Yeah, 82 is not a lot of pitches, but typically when a guy's bumped up a day, I would look to bet against him. Yeah, and here, so he's taking on this Morgan kid uh, for the Indians who made his Major League de- uh, debut on Friday, he had rain, cold temperatures, uh, wind gusts over 30 miles an hour. He gave up six earned and eight hits over two and two-thirds. Mm-hmm. But he's getting another start, and uh, you know, I don't know if he's going to be that awful again today. I highly doubt it, but he's plus 150 or better looking across the board. So, uh, Is you he want- the starter for sure? I've seen Mejia listed as a starter Oh, you well. have? Well, I'm not exactly sure who the Indians are going to start here. That's, okay. that's why the that's why you might see some price differences on the board. I'm just, you know, some books like the Westgate Superbook don't even put the pitchers up yep. on the board. That's just action. Action. There yeah. you go. I was reading last night on MajorLeagueBaseball.com that uh, Morgan was going to okay. go in today, but they could <laughs> they could easily change that. Uh, what do you want to do with this Padres Cubs game today? Lamette is going on the mound and he's taking on um, Alzale. And the Padres opened up about a buck thirteen here at Circa last night. Well, yesterday I was uh, I was ready to bet against Ryan Weathers and on Kyle Hendricks, and that worked out pretty well. Uh, but today I think I would I would switch sides. It's going to be an early start at Wrigley. Uh, Alzelay's uh, not one of my favorite pitchers, and you know Hendricks had a really good month of May, four and one with a two sixty seven ERA. I'm not afraid to bet against Alzelay and Denelson Lamette. I think right now at Circa you got minus one hundred one. I think that's a cheap uh, price on the Padres. Yeah. And Lamette. I just don't know. Again, the question is, like, how far is he going to go into the game? They're really not. Well, this, they're bullpen. See, for me, it doesn't matter because Padres have a, a very strong bullpen. 
So if he goes it's, five, if he gives you re- re- really good five, the bullpen's going to do its job, you would think. Uh, Rays and Yankees go mm-hmm. at it again today. This McClanahan kid, I think he's got a uh, very high ceiling. Mm-hmm. He's 2-0 and with a 3.29. Some of his stuff is so nasty, the way the, the movement with his pitches go. And uh, he's going against Montgomery. The Yankees got the win yesterday in extras. That was that was one yesterday where, like, Glas- we, we had Rich Hill plus money two days ago. Mm-hmm. Glasnow's been great this year. Comes back and he was laying a dollar twenty-five when we were on the air. Like, I, I kind of like the raise again, but I'm not going to bet it at this price. Yeah, I wasn't going to bet it. The day before we got the raise of plus one hundred five, plus one fifteen, actually close higher around plus one twenty. Yep. Uh, but yesterday the price was not right in my estimation, and I wasn't going to lay a price with Glasnow in, in this spot. Uh, I think it might be raise or pass. The Yankees were kind of lucky to win last night. I Clint agree. Frazier. Uh, hit the two-run homer, and the Yankees get a rare win against the Rays. Jordan Montgomery's been good. Uh, he's been, uh, he has not been great. And uh, the Yankees still in a little bit of an offensive funk. So I think maybe, uh, well, I see, plus 115 might be the best price in the market on the Rays. Plus 115. Might be something to look at tonight with McClanahan. Yeah, I, I could find myself betting that game, that number, or maybe even uh, Rays' first five. In this mm-hmm. matchup today might not be bad. Montgomery, no, you're right. You're right. He's been solid. Last time he took on the Rays was uh, May 11th. He struck out nine over six innings and uh, two hit ball in that contest. Uh, one, one guy is going today that I've talked about ad nauseum on this show. Lopez goes for the Marlins. It's a 7.07 East Coast uh, start uh, time tonight. Takes on this uh, Manoa kid who made his debut last week for the Blue Jays. Yeah. And he was really good. Uh, number five prospect in the organization. He actually dominated the Yankees. Six shutout innings. Lopez is my favorite guy to bet in baseball, first five under. Um, but this Blue Jays offense last night erupted early. Vladdy went uh, yard one more. I think he was four for four last night. Mm-hmm. So he's making a run now at Otani for the American League MVP and the home run title now tied with Acuna. But uh, Lopez Manoa, to me, has first five under. Uh, that That's probably going to be a bet when we do in pocket a little bit later on in the show. Two two young pitchers you have to like a lot, Pablo Lopez and Alec Manoa. Manoa shut down the Yankees last week in his first major league start. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Anything else on the board today? Jump off, jump out. Well, to I was looking at the uh, I was looking at the Red Sox A's or excuse me, Red Sox Astros game. Nick Pavetta and uh, Valdez, mm-hmm. and is Pavetta worth a play here? I actually see plus one thirty at circa. And uh, Pavetta. It's not pitched as well as his record. It's obvious he's six and zero. I think everybody, uh, most people who bet baseball know he's six and zero. He's the positive to me. He's allowed only four homers in fifty three innings, um, but his WHIP is one point two seven. You know that WHIP's a little bit high. That tells you his six and zero record's a little bit deceiving as well. I think Pavetta has been surprisingly good, but uh, in this matchup with uh, Valdez, I, I made it more like Houston minus one fifteen. Now maybe my price is wrong. But I think if you get plus 130, I even see plus 135 at William Hill and the Red Sox. Uh, that's that's a dog I would take a look at today. That's one of the games I had circled as well, Red Sox in this game. And I'll give you another one. Are you seeing, as of right now, uh, in this Twins-Orioles game, are you seeing Harvey listed anywhere? I don't see the game on the board. Yeah, I see uh, Matt Harvey listed for the Orioles as a probable. Okay, because I know uh, MLB.com had this last night, that he's going to go on three days rest for a bullpen day. Mm-hmm. So he's only going to go a couple of innings, but Harvey lately has been the Matt Harvey we thought we were going to get. Yeah, his ERA going back Which is, is a bet against Matt Harvey. Absolutely. 
So he his ERA is 6.55 in the first inning um, on the year. 11 innings pitched, 14 hits, 8 earned runs with a 1.73 whip in the first. <laughs> it gets worse in the second inning. 7.59 second inning ERA, 18 hits, 9 earned runs, a 1.78 whip. He's facing a lot of the same guys for the second time because they batted through the order in the first inning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly right. <laughs> yes. He's given up 23 earned runs in his last four starts. Yeah, he's a bet against. So, I mean, it's early. I'm not going to find like a bunch of uh, props I want to find tonight on this game, like maybe a, a yes-no on the first inning. But I would certainly look at maybe twin scoring in the first inning. Maybe you can find like these first three inning bets at certain books. Maybe take a peek at the Twins team total over first five yeah. if Harvey goes in this game. Uh, again, the guy was like surprisingly good out of the gates this year for the first three or so starts. And since then, like the whole month of May, it's just like all you can eat betting against him. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, one quick look at the uh, Dodgers tonight, too. Big favorites with uh, Walker Bueller on the mound, over $2. Nice win for the Cardinals last night. They beat the Dodgers 3-2 to in L.A. Bueller as high as uh, minus 240, minus 250 at that MGM. Wow. Uh, are the Cardinals? I can't bet the cards because I can't stand Carlos Martinez. Uh, but would you take a look at the dog here? At, I, I don't. Uh, at better right now at circa about plus two twenty. If it keeps going up, possibly uh, we'll go over course form at the Memorial coming up next. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.